Welcome to another edition of Wisdom Awakening. I'm your host, Bishop E.W. Jackson. Great to be with you again today. Rushing to get into my studio, but I think everything is, is good. Um, this is First Amendment Friday. I want to take your questions. Email me at ewjackson at ewjackson.com, and I will be happy to answer any questions that you might have. We try to end the program at nine o'clock today because <laughs> I've got I've got some other things I've got to do in the studio. I'm shooting for nine o'clock. Of course, you you will observe I rarely make it uh, to the to, I rarely achieve that objective, uh, but that's my goal ultimately. I, if I can get all this in, so First Amendment Friday email address is ewjackson at ewjackson.com. Just before I get into the word, let me say this. This is Fridays. I'm going to, to talk to you just briefly about giving because all the program that we're doing costs money and we depend upon the generosity of our viewers and our supporters to help finance what we are doing. Uh, if you want to help us, you can send a check payable to either. And forgive me if this is complicated. We're going to ultimately streamline this. But right now, this is a partnership between my church, the call church. And Stan, you can make a check payable either to Stand or to The Called. Send either one to P.O. Box 15022, P.O. Box 15022, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23328. That's either Stand or The Called, whichever is your choice. Um, you designate for the TV programs or video programs or live streams, something like that, for The Awakening Network, because all of this is being called The Awakening Network. Um, and make it payable to either the stand, to stand, or the called, P.O. Box 15022, Chesapeake, Virginia, 23328. You know, we're in a time of economic turmoil, and I really believe this with all my heart because I'm living it and I have lived it. The most powerful thing we can do financially in God's economy, in God's kingdom, is giving. Because the Bible makes clear that giving opens up the door for God to pour out his abundance into our lives. Jesus said, give and it shall be given unto you full measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over. He will cause it to be given into your bosom because God loves a cheerful giver. So giving, uh, 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 Galatians chapter 6 says, I believe that's Luke 6.38 if I'm not mistaken, but Galatians chapter 6 says, uh, be not deceived, what it says, uh, let him who has taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that shall he also reap. And then, of course, Second uh, Corinthians chapter nine says he that sows bountifully shall also reap bountifully. I believe that with all my heart. I'm not trying to I'm not saying that try to get money out of you. I'm saying that to open up the door for you to receive God's abundance in your life. And I tell you that, that it, it, it works. It works. There's no doubt in my mind. It works. So I would just encourage you give to help us keep doing what we are doing. We're going to continue to do it. We're going to believe God no matter what, but I want you to be a partner with us. By the way, you can go to our stand website and sign up as a Patriot partner and just give as little as $5 a month to support our ministry and we'll send you a gift. You'll see it on the website. We'll send you a nice gift uh, to uh, express our gratitude for you becoming a Patriot partner. We have 200, I think it's 229 Patriot partners. Our goal is to get to 500 this year. That's a tall order. 
because it took us several years to get to, two, to 229. Uh, but we could, COVID kind of slowed things down. But now that we're getting back in the swing of things, if you're not a Patriot partner, go to the STAM website and sign up to be a Patriot partner with us, okay? And we're gonna have, uh, we're gonna have a vision partnership for, for our video stuff and our television stuff, but we just haven't, folks, we haven't gotten there yet. We, we, we have launched and basically we're, <laughs> you know, we're still, we're st still trying to, to do last minute things for the ship to make sure that, uh, that everything is in place. But when God said launch, we launched. And there are a lot of things that we still want to do to enhance what we, what we present to you and our, our product. But of course, these things take time and often they take more time than one would expect it to take. But I hope that you're finding this to be a blessing and it's encouraging and edifying and uplifting you because that's the purpose of it. That's why we're doing it. OK, we're not doing it to make money. <laughs> Nobody's getting rich off this, uh, but it does cost us. We've got a program on National Religious Broadcasters. We've got a program on Christian Television Network. We've got a program on Andrew Womack Ministries. Um, and of course, we're live streaming to, to Roku. And, and all of the, the studio, the, the, the technical requirements, the editing, uh, the, all these things that have to, to be done in order to make all of this work. I mean, we, we got an app, um, we got our websites, all of that stuff, of course, costs money. So anything you give is going to go to help support this ministry and help us reach more people because that's the goal, reaching more people. And by the way, you know, we can't depend on Facebook. We really believe that Facebook is shadow banning us. Yeah, I, I believe that because we've noticed there's no growth in our audience on Facebook anymore. And I used to have things go viral on Facebook. That's completely come to an end. We're putting more out on Facebook than we ever have before, but we're simply not getting the return. So we think Facebook has decided that they don't like what I stand for. They don't like who I am. They don't like what I say. And so rather than having the controversy of just taking me off, they're simply limiting my ability to reach people. I think that's, that's really what's going on. So, uh, we, we're, so we've got to establish other venues for reaching people and not, not depend on the, the, the leftist ideologues and, and socialists and Marxists and censors at Facebook, because frankly, in my view, they're not Americans. You all have heard me talk about this before. I don't mean they're not legally Americans, but I mean, they're not Americans in spirit. They don't believe in the First Amendment. They just, they don't believe in our Constitution. They don't believe in our way of life. They think they know what's best and what they really want to be is oligarchs and dictators and control everything and everybody. And they think the fact that they become billionaires gives them some sort of great wisdom. And, and actually, they're, they're some of the biggest fools on the planet. So having said all that, let me, let me get into the word here. And uh, like I said, I don't have a lot of time this morning. I've got, I've got another thing I've got to get to at just about nine o'clock. So let's, let's jump into it. Um, we finished up 1 Timothy chapter 1, and really we, we finished up at about... Um, I would say the 11th verse, uh, actually, nope, I take that back. I take that back. We finish up really at about the 6th and 7th verse. Let's begin at the 5th. It says, now the, commandment, the purpose of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, from a sincere faith, from which some, having strayed, have turned aside 
to idle talk. And I talked about how the commandment of God is ultimately love. Because if I love you, I won't steal from you. I won't covet what you have. I won't betray you. I won't bear false witness against you and so forth. Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. Now, I mean, that is from the sincere faith from which some having strayed have turned aside to idle talk. Desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. In other words, these are, I talked about these, these false teachers, these people who call themselves apostles and call themselves bishops and call themselves pastors, and they wouldn't know God if he slapped them. They really don't. They don't know God. I use Raphael Warnock as an example because he's just the most prominent one, having gotten elected to the U.S. Senate down in Georgia, but he's godless. He's pastoring a church, but he's godless. So how can, who do you think you ought to say that? By their fruit shall you know them. Anytime a person tells you, I'm pro-abortion, I'm pro-same-sex marriage, I believe that Karl Marx can help the church to be a better institution, that's a godless person. That's an apostate. That's a heretic. That man's not a Christian. That's a, that's a joke. I said the same thing about Barack Obama. I said, I said, the idea that Barack Obama's a Christian is laughable. You can't be a Christian and support the mass slaughter of unborn babies. You can't be. And if you are, think you're a Christian and you support abortion, you better check yourself because you don't know God. Because Jesus said, I've come that they might have life and you're supporting death. So you are in contradiction. He said, he that is not with me is against me. So you may think you're with him, but he says you're against him. But, that, you know, you've got people scattered around calling themselves all these officers of the church when, in fact, they're enemies of the church. In fact, if you haven't checked out that movie, Enemies Within the Church, you ought to check it out. EnemiesWithinTheChurch.com, I think, is the website where you can go and order that and watch it. It, it, will, it will be illuminating. Eighth verse says, but we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. In other words, even though the law is a schoolmaster and the law condemns us and the law makes us realize we are sinners, we are, we are operating outside of the will of God and against God. We are enemies of God. The law is what makes us aware of all of that, says, but the law is good if one uses it lawfully, meaning that it is good if you realize what the law does and you then seek to adhere to it through a higher law, the law of grace, the law of love, the law that comes through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who said a new commandment I give you that you love one another. Okay. And the, and the Bible says that the whole law is encompassed in that commandment. Love one another. It says knowing this. Now this is going to get into some very interesting stuff here. So listen to this carefully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person. Now, see, that's a very interesting statement, because what does the Bible say in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 and through the, the end of that verse? He who knew no sin was made to be sin for us, that we might be made or become the righteousness of God in him. The law is not made for a righteous person. See, we've been declared, we Christians have been declared righteous by Almighty God himself. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect. It means that God has now imputed to me his righteousness. God has now given me his righteousness. God has now imbued me with his righteousness. 
God sees not me, but the righteousness of Christ Jesus in me because I have submitted my life to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. It says, but for the law, so the law is not made for a righteous person. That's why I, I told you before, I'm not, I'm not bound by the law. I'm now, I'm now bound by a higher law, the law of love, which does not, does not vitiate or invalidate the moral law of God. It fulfills it. It fulfills it. So knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless. In other words, the law is made for people who are in rebellion against God to tell them to stop. For the lawless and insubordinate, and they're insubordinate. That's the person who doesn't want to be subject to anything or anybody, including God. Insubordinate. It, 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 it is just what the, what the name implies, what, what the word implies, unruly, disobedient, disorderly. And we got a lot of that going on today. I'm not listening to what the police don't have anything to say to me. The judges don't have anything to say to me. The courts don't have anything to say to me. I'm, I'm a law unto myself. It says, for it, so the law was made for the lawless, the insubordinate, for the un, and by the way, I'm in first Timothy chapter one, right now I'm reading at verse nine for the lawless, the insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, for the unholy and profane, for murderers of fathers and murderers of mothers. In other words, for people who commit matricide and patricide in that context, you could include infanticide because Abortion is infanticide. It's the killing of an innocent, unborn baby. For manslayers, in other words, for people who just kill, period. For fornicators, people who have sex outside of marriage. For sodomites, and people say, well, the Old, the New Testament doesn't condemn homosexuality. Well, there it is right there. A sodomite. That is a man who allows himself to be used or uses another man in sexual behavior, activity. That's a sodomite. Now this says the law was made for that person. So all you, not you, but all those people out there who are saying, well, yeah, they're preaching the Old Testament and that was this and that was that. Here it is, this is the New Testament. And it's telling you that the law is valid in telling people not to be sodomites. And, and so th this gets me into something I have to just share with you. I, I, you know, folks, I have to tell you, I, I am just profoundly disappointed with Fox. Fox was my one go-to station. I could go to Fox and not have to listen to all this garbage that I hear everywhere else. But you know, Fox is going full woke now. I mean, I turned on Fox this morning and because I, that's, I usually go to Fox, Newsmax, and back and forth, and while I'm you know, looking at the uh, internet and seeing what my, my favorite websites are saying, and I do have some favorite websites, you know, Breitbart and, and uh, Daily Caller and uh, the Epoch Times and uh, who else do I go to? Uh, One America News and so forth. And, and Fox is doing this 
profile of this, I guess, country western singer or somebody. And then making this big thing, they bring on this homosexual guy that they've got working for them. I haven't seen him on there lately, but you know, you can tell he's a homosexual. It's just obvious. And he comes on and says, we've got a big announcement. We've got a bit of, and they bring on this homosexual guy, who I guess is a country western singer, who talks about the fact that I couldn't be myself and now I'm out. I've announced that I'm gay. And, and here's the problem. First of all, what does this say? This calls them sodomites. That's new covenant language, not, not old covenant language. And if, if, if I call people sodomites publicly, oh, 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 that's a, that's a canard. Well, it's a biblical word. And it's a word that means a man who has sex with another man. The Bible calls them sodomites. That's sin. And here it's referring to the law being written for people like this to tell them, don't do what you're doing. Just like it tells fornicators and murderers and, and, uh, and, and the ungodly and the unholy and the profane and manslayers, don't do what you're doing. It's saying to Sodomites, don't do what you're doing. New Covenant, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10. All these people say, we don't have to obey the new, you know, all these popcorn preachers running around. We, 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 the, the, the Old Testament doesn't apply to us anymore. Well, this says it does. This says this, that the law was written for the people of today who are doing these things to tell them not to do these things. And here comes Fox. They're going to celebrate this whole, whole homosexual coming out deal. I guess it's so-called, quote-unquote, Gay Pride Month. I refuse to call it that. That that's an abomination. This, I mean, first of all, you take the rainbow that God left us as a sign that He would never destroy the world again by water. It's a symbol of peace between God and man in terms of what, what God's judgment is. That God destroyed the earth by water one time, but He won't do it again. They've now appropriated that and blasphemed that and turned it into an unholy thing. They took the word gay, which meant carefree, happy. Um, joyful and turned it into a homosexual word. And now they're taking the month of June and June's supposed to be some homosexual thing. June is just June. And I'll tell you something, if I were president of the United States, I wouldn't issue any proclamation for any so-called, first of all, how can you be proud of sin? Why don't we have an adulterous pride month? Why don't we have a murderous pride month? Why don't we have a liar's pride month? Why don't we have a cheater's pride month? Why don't we have an idolater's pride month? Let's have pagan pride month. Let's have abortion pride month. I mean, what, what, what is wrong with us? And, and here's the thing that, that I, I want to really point out and underscore, the hypocrisy of this. Because they'll come on and do these stories about the, 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 what I call the SPCG movement, sexual perversion, child grooming movement, trying to teach their kindergartners that they might be transgender, that they might be homosexual, that they might be this, that, or the other. And they want to do that against the parents' wishes. They want to do it without the parents' knowledge. They want to keep it secret between them and the child and not let the parents know. So much so that when a man's daughter was actually raped in a bathroom, the school withheld that information 
a school board member called the man a liar. And then the boy later went out and raped another girl in another bathroom in another school. Well, folks, all of this homosexual stuff is what's producing that. You can't on the one hand say, well, I'm against that. And then on the other hand say, but I'm going to celebrate gay pride month because you're giving them aid and comfort and support and encouragement. I mean, you're, you're, you're giving with one hand and then trying to take away with the other. That won't work. We've got to stop this namby pamby compromising nonsense. Either you're against it or you're not. I'm against all of it. All this coming out stuff, all this so-called gay pride month, all this transgender indoctrination of our children. I'm against all of it because it's all part of the same movement. It's all part of the same stream. And you can't, well, I'm going to dip my toe in here because this is okay, but not, not back there. It, it's all flowing together. And it, it's just sad. You know, one more story to add to this, and then we'll come back to the scripture and get ready to wrap things up. I'll look, E.W. Jackson at EWJackson.com is if you have any questions for me. California is now having a problem. And the problem is that they decided, and there may be some other states dealing with this, but California is the only state we know about right now, that they would put men in the women's prison who identify as women. And so they moved over, I'm, I, nobody really knows how many, but they moved a bunch of men into women's prisons who claimed to be women. They identified as women. They hadn't had any operation, they weren't, you know, but they identified as women. Well, guess what happened? Some of those men were getting hormone treatments after all because they were getting estrogen treatments, I guess, to, to suppress their, their uh, testosterone and to, to make them, I, I don't know what it's to make them do, but whatever it is, that's what they were giving them. Well, when the men got into the, prisons, the women's prison, suddenly they said they found them acting like men and refusing the hormone treatments and raping women. Now these idiot California bureaucrats, instead of acknowledging what they were dealing with and getting those men out of those prisons, they've now got a new category. They say these are women with penises raping other women. I, 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 I kid you not, folks. I'm not making it up. This, these are women women with penises raping other women. It's a, it's a, it's a women's problem. They're men and they see how stupid these government bureaucrats are and they're playing them for all it's worth. And so now there are some feminist groups and some of the women in prison suing the prison because they're saying they're being raped. They brought men into their prison and the men are raping them. You and I and many others pointed this out long ago. This is nothing but a ruse for predators who can then go into a female restroom like the guy, like the kid who went into the restroom in Loudoun County and raped this guy's daughter and then went into another restroom in another school when they put him out of that school. Instead of putting him in jail, they put him in another school and he raped another girl. Oh, but he's a guy. I mean, no, no, I'm sorry, but he's a woman. Yeah, he's a woman. 
but he raped another girl with the, gen with the genitalia of a man. Now, uh, it, let me say this, folks. I've, I've used this analogy before, but it really, to me, it really deserves to be lifted up and fully understood and examined. We are witnessing a kind of mass psychosis and cult and, and a kind of a sexual cult that is rising and growing right in the midst of our culture and people are being swept into it and they're engaging in cult-like behavior. And by cult-like behavior, I mean they have imbibed what the cult has told them against all reality that surrounds them and tells them the truth, but they can't see it, won't see it, refuse to see it, and point the finger at you as a traitor, a hater, a bigot, or whatever, because you aren't going along with what the cult is teaching. Everybody knows these women in prison are not being raped by men. They're being raped by other women. Oh, these other women just happen to have penises. But they identify as women, and that's what they are. Like Governor Whitless out in Michigan talking about, um, we have 2.5 million, whatever the number was, 2.5 million menstruating citizens. Because she didn't want to say women. Because everybody knows that women aren't the only ones who menstruate, right? Because a woman who becomes a man can still menstruate, but she's no longer a woman. She's a man who is menstruating, or she's a man who's having a baby. See, this is, this is cult psychosis, folks. And you can't reason with people in a cult. They need to be deprogrammed. You've got to somehow force them to confront reality and realize that they have been deceived and they are caught up in a net of, of, of delusion. And, and most of the people, when they come out of a cult, they have a nervous breakdown because it, it just, it completely destroys their sense of self-worth self-confidence, because their first thought is, how in the world did I get caught up in that? How in the world did I get fooled and, 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 and lured and seduced into that, that, that otherworldly nonsense? But that's how cults behave. Like, remember David Koresh? Well, there were all the guys in his camp had surrendered their wives and daughters for his sexual pleasure. I'd have shot him. I mean, because I wouldn't have been a part of some stupid mess like that. But you see what I mean? But the cult, oh, no, this is a good thing. Yes, he, he can have my wife. He can have my daughter. Because after all, David Koresh, is, he's God. Oh, you don't understand that? Oh, oh, there's something wrong with you. You're the problem. We see, we, we see it for what it really is. You're the one who, you, you, you're questioning that? And the left has become a kind of massive cult. You're questioning climate change. You're questioning critical race theory. You're questioning transgender ideology. Ooh, you, you are really messed up. Well, I'm not joining the cult. And I'm gonna to continue to stand back and tell the truth about Fox or anything or anybody else. They are caught up in sin. 
and they are degrading themselves and degrading our culture to be celebrating homosexuality. It's not normal. It's not right. It is sin. And that's not Bishop Jackson's opinion. I just read it to you from the word of God in the new Testament. All right. I've got to get ready to go. I'm going to check my emails and see whether you all have any questions for me. If you do, I'm going to try to answer your questions. And then I am going to, uh, <laughs> I'm going to sign off. Let's see. Okay. I don't. EW Jackson, EWJackson.com. I think I've got the right email box. I don't see any. Oh, that may not be the right email address. Hold on. Let me, let me, let me check everything. Cause I got folks. I have so many email addresses and it's just. Okay. I don't see any. So that's going to do it for today. I'm actually going to meet my timeline. God bless each and every one of you. Look, have a wonderful weekend. If you're in the local area, I will be at 943 Canal Drive on Sunday morning. I will be preaching on the sixth letter in the book of Revelation. The sixth letter in the book of Revelation. I'm not sure which one that is, but that's the one I'll be preaching on because I'm preaching a series right now on the book of Revelation, letter number six. And I tell you something, folks, this, 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 those, those, the book of Revelation is powerful. And we're going all the way to the book of Revelation. This is volume two, the second sort of sub-series I'm teaching, the letters to the churches. You don't want to miss that. I will be live streaming at 1130, but we will be um, there live at 11 o'clock. So if you're in the area, come on by. I'd love to see you. In the meantime, God bless. 943 Canal Drive. The website is thecall.org. In the meantime, God bless each and every one of you. Stand up, step up, speak up, refuse to back up because we cannot be defeated if we will not quit because we are on God's side.